Hello and welcome back all you folks out there bobbing up and down on the great wide sea of humanity and doing your best to stay afloat. It's me once again, Sam as in Uncle Sam, and I bring you this time Doc Jewell's penultimate thoughts on the art, science, and solemn implications of going invisible. By accident or design, as well as by your own inclination, you've taken the plunge into a dazzling, dizzying new world, the world of invisibility. You must have found something appealing in what you've heard of it thus far, or why in the world would you be here now? You'd have abandoned me and Doc Jules long ago unless you found invisibility at least a little tempting. Maybe quite intriguing. Better yet, a thing well worth investigating at some length. And best of all, a refreshing new way of life that looks surprisingly promising. Back up there on the Earth's surface, says Doc, in what most people have learned to call the world they live in, it is fierce and frantic business as usual. Crush or be crushed, prove yourself best or succumb to creative destruction. Affairs are likely worse than ever, with a counterculture locked into a grow-or-die trajectory bound to end badly. The lies and delusions continue to multiply and invade all unprotected spaces. Reds and blues are at each other's throats 24-7. Corporations and billionaire ideologues fight over the scraps of our democracy. Their covert front groups spread like an invasive loco-weed species multiplying the daft confusion. Celebrities, basking in their fandom's adoration, compete for best dressed at the next awards ceremony. The newspapers and newscasts hourly indoctrinate us with accounts of the heroes and goddesses, masterminds and wizards, and otherwise superbly gifted celebrity stars who put all the rest of us to shame. Yes, the time has come, Diver, to resurface. All this means is that it's time to remind ourselves that we never actually dive beneath any iconoculture's surface, that there is no surface and no beneath to plumb. Remaining immersed in the counterculture, not removing ourselves from it, is the whole point of invisibility as an in-place practice. Our diving exercise is meant only to help prospective invisibles experience some relief from the white noise onslaught early in their practice thanks to their deep-sea protective gear. We encourage them to keep that gear intact back on the surface, whether it's a diving suit 
who are something altogether different. Your invisible diving suit, remember, consists of the all-lies defense, indifference to the outcome of all contests, merging, blending, never standing out, aspiring to be ignored, intentionally fashioning for yourself a common, ordinary, undistinguished life. Its purpose is to create a safe, protective psychological enclosure conferring upon you the great power to selectively and intentionally ignore as well as to be ignored, to withhold and redirect your precious attention and put it to better use. You've learned to efficiently repair the occasional leak. Leaks are inevitable as econoculture devises ingenious new ways to pierce our defenses with witty ads, stunning visuals, titillating clickbait. Our all-lies defense can, with practice, quickly adjust to detect and deflect hybrid intruders. Thus far, there have been no leaks we've been unable to plug in short order. I'm convinced such will always be the case. Invisibility will prove itself superior to every possible econoculture ruse. If you don't feel comfortable in a diving suit on a daily basis, no problem. Your enclosure can take whatever form you like. Remember Wonder Woman's invisible jet plane that responded to her thoughts? Trade that diving suit for a jet plane, if you wish, and have it fly you into invisibility. Aikido masters envision themselves as rapidly whirling spheres, impossible to get a grip on, maddeningly elusive. Go spherical, if you prefer. Construct your fallout shelter of the mind. The possible forms are endless, so long as they help you break free of econoculture and remain free as long as you wish, which for most of us turns out to be forever. Your dive may have lasted weeks, months, even years. All of us are unique and unpredictable in this regard. However long you've been gone, you're sure to have made some progress, and any progress that distances you from econoculture is worth celebrating. With luck, you will have at least learned to retake some measure of control over your own attention. With luck, the all-lies defense will have become an automatic response to all incoming messages, commercial, political, and otherwise. Circle of love accepted. Until you have been able to custom design your own attentional periphery. You will by then have fashioned for yourself a sacrosanct psychological space for calm reflection, 
where you can at your own pace sort out truths from falsehoods and reassess what is truly important to you in this all-too-brief sojourn of a human life. You will, to your great relief, be less self-conscious, having freed yourself of the insidious worry that others are constantly watching and judging you. You've let that become the concern of those others, not yours. You may have lost all interest in one-upmanship and chasing after the next best thing. You've learned you are, thankfully, not so special after all, and you've made perfect peace with that knowledge. You will have tapped like the humble honeybee the nectar of everyday, commonplace, ordinary humanity and reacquainted yourself with empathy for your fellow human beings. You may have even caught at least a glimpse of the divine spark that illuminates us all. More than a glimpse, if you've been extra lucky. Or you might not have been this lucky yet. If so, no worry. Some of us are slow but steady learners. I've always considered myself much the clever fellow, says Doc, until going invisible showed me how stupid I'd been. I was slow to catch on and still feel slow compared to some of these youngsters running circles around me. But no problem. I am sufficiently invisible now that many of the blessings described above are mine already, and I expect to improve on that right up to and including the moment of my inconspicuous death. Thus we return to a surface world we never actually left, the only world available to us just now, having only called a diver's time out to restore some of the peace of mind and heart and soul that is our natural birthright, apart from econoculture madness. You may have luckily discovered on your dive that such timeouts are not only possible and pleasurable, but with practice, easy to call upon at will. I venture to speak for all invisibles in suggesting you would be a fool not to stretch that term out to the very end of time. Next up, Doc Jules insists on having the last word. Come back when you can and do him the honor of one last listen. For more on Going Invisible, visit howtogoinvisible.com. All one word, no spaces.